0: I just read that money as we know it is dead. Soon the world is only going to buy and sell products using bitcoins. It's like a complicated math equation.
1: So one day we're going to buy things with numbers from a math equation. Dope, right? All right. Andrew live. It's late. It's the dope chapel. I got another episode. You know who I am. I'm talking to Malik McFleezy <laughs> That's this man right here. Let's Let's What's get up, it. Malik? How you doing?
0: Uh, I am fucking vibing. How are you?
1: I'm chilling. It's been a day, but we're chilling.
0: I feel that in my fucking soul, souls, brother.
1: Yeah. What did you do today?
0: Today, hey, um, had to pay some dues.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I had to visit my family because mm-hmm. I'm trying to see more often. Mm-hmm. Than That's right. Out the crib and shit. And then a lot of sleep because you know I'm a busy fucking man. So sometimes I get up at like nine a.m. Don't get to sleep till like five a.m. Or shit. So mm-hmm. day was dedicated towards catching up on that. And in other words, just shutting the hell up, closing my fucking door. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: nah, I feel that. That's good. Yeah. So the the hardest fucking shit that's that like for me that I gotta get good at is like obviously. I know a lot of shit about you. I, I know a lot of shit about most people I talk to when I bring them on here. So it's like, I have to like really dig back and be like, damn, if I was listening to this, like what context do I need? Uh, Yeah, so you just quit your your day job or your night job, right? How you feeling now that you got that time back on your hands? Because so Malik, me and Malik have fucking completely opposite uh, schedules. So when this man was what was it you went to work at eight o'clock right yeah
0: like 8 30 p.m
1: yeah so he's going to work at 8 30 p.m i'm going to bed like three hours later to wake up when he's still at work because <laughs> your shifts were what like 8 8 p.m to what like 6 a.m 7 a.m some it's shit like,
0: like that no they'd be like 8 30 to 8
1: 30 they were assholes it, that shit is bonkers is. man
0: so initially, it would be like, all right, 8.30, get off at 4.30. And I'd have to, like, wait a little bit in the cold to catch the bus and shit home, take, like, two, three buses to get home and shit. It's all part of the grind, but they became fuck niggas over time. It was like, all right, we're going to have you work from 8.30 to 5, and then at 5 say something that we need extra an extra few hours of help. So that being said, fuck the motherfuckers. Well, those...
1: Were those couple was, of hours
0: like optional? Like, could you have just said no and dipped? This just was not optional, bro. Like, like I was the quickest way to get fired. <laughs> I That's remember, a- like, I was working with this lady, and like after a while, she was like, like the one time I ever worked with this woman, like, it was like a month into this job and shit, she literally walked out. me. saw her
1: again. She just left.
0: Yeah, and then it, it occurred to me, like, damn, like half the people I started with at this job have already said fuck this shit like
1: damn and you stayed you you were on the fast track to upper management I'm proud of you for that (laughs) and then you and then you fucking left yeah
0: like one thing about me I try to finish what I start in terms of like oh that's good you know what I'm saying? Like in terms of like, all right, it's hard, but like, I'm gonna just try to stick this out for as long as possible. This is a blessing and a curse, in my my opinion. But like, they gave me like no choice. I was like, you know what? what the fuck these niggas. So I was like, I got my bread. It's all I fucking needed for these people. I actually just picked up my last check last night.
1: Yo, how much were you making at at this place? Man, probably
0: I was making boo-boo bucks, like, uh, Did
1: people you, that listen to this cause, shit. Because it felt like you found this 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 gig, like, hella quick compared to, uh, yeah. like, because yeah. in the timeline of me knowing you, I hit you up, and you're still chilling at your parents' house. And then we shot yeah. the shit we shot. And then fast forward a couple months later, you're now out of your parents' crib, just Sorry. living off rapper money in a dream. And then, and then you get your big boy job, shit, like, hella quickly after that, and now you're set up, for the most part, right? You're fucking, you got the house, you got your check. You got my money, I'm
0: still, I get another job anytime soon, it doesn't matter, I just had to make sure that, like, you know, it's, like, shit is the fan.
1: Yeah, the no, that's guy. responsible, I always in the pandemic and shit. Yeah, no, I always fuck with when people, especially people like, I, I, I guess like us, you know, creative people, so to speak. When they have day jobs, it just it makes things feel so much better. Because, <laughs> you know, it's like a it's like a peek behind the curtain. Like, this man be rapping his ass off, but he's got to go to work. He's got to set an alarm, just like the rest of most of America. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, I think, like... Because even, like... And that shit's huh? so under... It's under... Not underrated, but it's very yeah. underappreciated. Absolutely. Like,
0: because I remember, like, a few years ago, seeing, yeah. like, Tierra Whack talking about, like, yeah, I got to clock at work after this shit. And I'm talking, like, this is after, um, like, Whack World came out and shit. And, like, everybody knew Tierra Whack and shit. But she was still talking about, like, yo, I got to clock at work. You know what I'm saying? Like, I live a normal-ass life outside of this shit. And, like... Me, bro, I keep it a stack. I ain't even cut out for nine to five shit.
1: No, nah, I ain't. That.
0: That I feel I'm that. trying to make. I'm trying to li- I'm trying to get get it to the point where I don't even gotta clock the fucking job. Yeah, for some white nigga, and you know what I'm saying? Like, what does Dame Dash call it? Dame Dash calls it having a daddy, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't want to be that nigga, bro. So that being said, I'm trying to just like. Rap, rap, rap my way out of you know the social constraints of like fuck. I gotta keep this job, else The lights will be on. The yeah, month. yeah. Not the that.
1: That's that's the kind of that, it's a cool position to be in, I guess, as like a uh, a a musician. Because I feel yeah. like that's the goal. Shit, I not even just musicians. I I know that's the goal for like a lot of people is to get the fuck out of nine to five shit. Like you know, especially right now, people don't want to fucking do that shit, but, you know, you're kind of forced, your hand's forced because of the pandemic and shit. You got bills and shit you got to pay. I'm, like, I'm weird, though, because, like, I'm in this crossroads where I'm, like, so good at seeing through, like, that corporate shit. I think it's just because I'm lucky enough to be in a job where everyone's kind of like us like even my managers my managers don't even like the fucking job they do and like they're they're transparent and shit with it like i've been talking to people lately like and my coworkers and my friends and my girlfriend and shit like uh all the people that make more money than me they like mutter to themselves when i'm like you know walking by and they're like oh i don't want to like fucking do this shit like i don't get this because it's like you know with the new year and shit Everyone's getting like new uh, instructions from like corporate and like they're, they're having to like follow new rules and new guidelines and sh- basically it's the time of the year when, because I've been working at H&M for like three years now, full and close, and it's, yeah. it's been chill as fuck because I barely do my job. Like, I clock clock in, I show up, I tune out for a little bit. I do my job to just, like, pass time for eight hours. And no one really bitches at me for anything. Because, like, as long as I do that, no one, like, you know, I don't get on nobody's shit list. But it's getting to the point of the year where, like, everyone's kind of supposed to start doing their job again. So now they're starting to bitch at us. But, like, I know for a fact when my managers start saying their shit, like, they don't even care. Like, I know most of my managers have plans outside of managing their fucking stores. <laughs> but yeah. I, go to, I go to other fucking joints, though, and they, like, take that shit seriously. Or, like, my coworkers leave to go support at other stores, and they come back and be like, yeah, no, that shit's miserable. <laughs> so, like, it's fucked up because, like, I don't ever want to, like... When I hear shit like that, it's like, yeah, like, of course I don't want no fucking 9 to 5. But luckily for me, like, I get to just coast I get to coast my way into that shit because I like having a nine to five low key like I like having stable checks I need to get paid more and you know I obviously like it it gets so fucking exhausting you know playing pretend because that's what being an adult is for the most part just playing pretend you gotta pretend to be into fucking you know meeting quotas and you gotta be you gotta pretend to be like interested in learning how to fold shit and all like nobody gives a fuck like everyone's just playing a part and it's like but i'm real good at seeing through that shit so i don't really ever like i just take it on the chin because i know at the end of the day no one really fucking likes doing that shit and i kind of i take like pride in that you know, to yeah, know we're all fucking suffering together but yeah, but i feel like even if shit does pop off like if i had like a media empire or some shit even shit i might i might pull up to an office just to just to fucking talk shop with friends i made there at least every weekend or something?
0: Yeah, I mean, like, to touch on some of the points, like, yeah, nah, adulthood, definitely, or not even just adulthood, but, like, the real world is full of, like, having to pretend to like a lot of shit that you cannot fucking stand. For real. Me, personally, I'm not good at pretending for shit. Like.
1: Yeah, that's probably yeah. a huge difference. I makes sense. I just
0: seen, like, a video of, like, Alex Jones drinking fucking It's like, Protein shake that he was advertising to you know the niggas the salesman.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like,
0: he was drinking it and he was like shaking his head, like, and like that is like a. And I hate to compare myself to Alex Jones, but like that is me yeah.
1: in all fucking times. You, like, you think I just, you're the Alex Jones of this rap shit? No, absolutely not. Can I quote oh. you on that? Nah, please do not. Can please I make that me. the title of this episode? No, <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, man. I just heard that Max said I have Smegma on a song, so, like... <laughs> and like, the last thing I need is more cat published on my name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, nah, like, man, fuck that shit. Like, I feel like, in the wildest shit, and I can't stand this shit... This is the worst part about nine to five to me is that like motherfuckers be miserable as fuck making good money. Like, you know what I'm talking about? And I'm not saying like the individual people, I'm talking about like the environments in these buildings mm-hmm. where it's like, yo, we get paid, nigga. Like, why the fuck are you so butthurt?
1: Like for real. No, for real. That's that's the biggest thing to me. It's like we're all doing the same shit. We all are, like we all could be doing better. You can't, you can't, you can't power trip on everyone right now. Yeah. Like, she could be better but she could be
0: way fucking worse. Like, For real. I remember like, I would, because um, I'm anti-social, I just want to preface it by like saying this, but when I was, when I was working at, where I was working at, um, I wouldn't go to the cafeteria or yeah. go to the break room. Yeah. Like, this quiet ass break room and shit. Yeah. And like, this old dude who was like the head of like, the other, one of the other departments that I was working at. Mm -hmm. Well, the one that I wasn't working at, but like one of the other departments and shit, Mm -hmm. like he was making like, boo dollars and shit. Yeah. This nigga, every time I come in, he'd be cool as fuck. And every time he he was talking to you, he was like, yeah, another day of this bullshit. And like, he's like one of the higher ups in the building. And I'm like, what? Yeah, it's like that. (laughs) And this dude was like 60 something Mm -hmm. and that shit a perspective of me, like, nigga, I do not want
1: to be like this. Yeah, bro, that's exactly how my yeah. managers are. I talked to this one manager I got at work. She's, like, 30-something. She got kids. But I, it, it, I talked to this woman, like, maybe once in a blue moon, but every time I talk to this motherfucker, she tells me some shit that just upsets my spirit. Like, it hurts me. Like And, and it's not, like, hate. Because, like, I don't know. If I was in her position, I feel like I would have the same kind of, like, uh, I, I would have the same I would be in the same position I guess like okay. bro, but like she, she just tells me shit about how she doesn't like her boyfriend like just like normie fucking middle aged white woman shit my my manager's like half Asian so I guess anyways yeah she just tells me shit like that she's like like yeah. she needs a break from her kids she needs a break from her boyfriend what the fuck? And <laughs> third. I'm like bro it sounds like you don't like your life <laughs> like, yeah. A lot of people don't like their
0: lives, bro. Like, I don't know It's this crazy to me because, like, I don't know. In my, my position, I'd be like, damn, you got stability.
1: But then you don't really know what's going on, on the
0: other side yeah, of that shit. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, that, that brings me to another point. Is bro. so, God, it's like having having these type of one-on-one conversations in a world that's like collapsing underneath us there's like so many layers of shit to talk about especially when you're in a position like ours where we kind of got things going for us both like you know stability wise and creativity wise but at the same time shit is also very fucking tough and very real out here so it's a lot of it's a group of faith you said what
0: a lot of this life shit is like a leap of faith
1: no it really is and so kind of what i want to talk to you about is like ah, fuck so i'm saying it's hard to find an angle to attack it at but basically do do you find yourself like doubting shit like obviously there's like regular like personal like doubt and you just muscle through that shit that's part of the process but like have, have you confronted any shit like recently like because of COVID and shit and because of kind of the way culture at large is moving like are you getting doubts and shit like how how are you feeling like do you ever for a second out of your day think fuck bro I'm gonna finish school and just ride that shit out because this this rap shit this this art shit this video shit you know, this this comedy shit, this movie shit, this shit is fucking getting grimy and it's getting fucking, you know, all the faults that come with it with the way that culture is shifting. Like, do you have those thoughts? Like, is that a thing you wrestle with or am I shifting? I mean, I abandoned doubt back in 2016. See, that's good to hear.
0: Like the thing about doubt. Cause like I surround myself with a lot of people that have self-doubt and that's just like hard for the course. Like, cause I love them people. Like yeah. to the day I fucking die. But the thing is, is that like, so know, self doubt. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy type Like, mm-hmm. if you don't think you gotta do it, then like, you're not gonna do it. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, my personal thing is that like, I like went through too much shit yeah. personally. And I've had too many people try to like stop what the fuck I'm doing mm-hmm. for it to be like I'm doing the wrong thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's insane. Like, all the adversity that I've like personally went through and shit, mm-hmm. which has been a fucking lot. <laughs> yeah. A lot of adversity mm-hmm. that has only made me be like, you know what? Nigga, fuck this shit. I'm about to snap on this shit. And it's funny because like, I guess it's been like my entire fucking life. Like when I was in kindergarten and shit, mom, my kindergarten teacher swore to fucking God I had ADHD. Mm-hmm. And I uh, like, they was gonna try to like, they was gonna try to hold me back a year and shit. Mm-hmm. And like, I told that bitch, oh, fuck you. I ain't say that verbatim as a fucking five year old. As a five year old. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was like, nigga, fuck you, fuck this bitch. I know how to read. <laughs> I like, couldn't even say shit because I knew how to read too early and shit. Yeah. Nigga, um, I remember like fifth grade, I had a fucking, um, a presentation and shit. And somehow my teacher thought I was cheating on the presentation, which made me do a whole other one.
1: That's fucked Snapped
0: up. Snapped on that shit so hard, she had to keep that shit in her fucking, um, in her in her little drawer for the yeah. rest of her tenure at that school that I was going to.
1: You set the example.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like, That's the yeah. one right there. You know what I mean? And that's like past childhood, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like the nigga's trying to block the shine and then I just come through do something crazy. It's like, damn, I he wasn't playing. Like that's, nigga, my entire life has been an uphill battle. So it's like, I can't even concentrate on self doubt because it's like, nigga, life shit moves too fucking fast for all that. Yeah. That's personally how I feel on that So doubt shit. Like, if there's one thing I want to impart on people is to not have so doubt because that shit is majority of waste of time. Waste of energy.
1: No, that's real shit. So, so you don't get the, is, is, is it fair to say you don't get those moments then? Just based off all the shit you just told me now, you've kind of, you, you've worked through that to where you kind of don't put yourself in that headspace to, like, receive it, to receive that doubt?
0: It's because it's, like, I'm I basically working to a muscle where it's, like...
1: Yo, that's... Uh, what I was, that, you read my fucking mind, because I was going to say, because it's, like, a muscle, right?
0: It's, like, yeah, it's, like, a point of where it's, like... All right, as opposed to really dwelling on this shit, on the situation, because, again, I've been situations, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's more just like, I right, said a thing about this shit too much, but we're just going to do it, analyze the situation for what it is, and, like, we do going to count these options, we're going to break down the um the potentiality of these options, and then, like, the worst comes to worst, and none of these options are feasible, we mm-hmm. just let shit play out, because like, yeah. I know that I got my yeah. back, so, like, yeah, that's that
1: right. You know what I mean? I'm a lot like that, too. All right. So we can talk abstract shit for hours. And yeah. I know we have before. I've been on FaceTime with you for things that should have taken five minutes. <laughs> that, then, <laughs> that then turned into two hours. That's how it be. That's how it goes. That's always good. That's why I needed you fucking on this shit. Um, I'm dropping the ball because I came in so unprepared. But that's cool. Yeah. You can't. You can't you can't tee up everything to a hundred percent but so like i was saying we can talk that shit for hours but on a more personal note so obviously we're doing this and we're friends in the first place because of you know rap shit because you know i have the ubc shit going and i wanted to kind of use that as an opportunity to explore you as an artist as a rapper And I mentioned all of the fucking COVID shit, uh, which it feels like it's getting hacked at this point, but like I can't go a regular day without it, without all that shit affecting something in some aspect of everyday life. So, so with that and you fuck, basically what I'm going to ask is we come from two kind of different backgrounds. So you're, in the arizona scene very homegrown uh local but not like that whack local shit you know what i mean you're like <laughs> you're you're a homegrown rapper you know yeah. and then me i was bred on the shit that came on the internet now very long story short <laughs> the climate of this shit that happens on you know the blogs on twitter it's not looking great <laughs> Oh, and, and I, you know, we've had, you know, we've talked shit about, you know, our gripes with how things are going, you know, on a community basis and all that shit. But on record, how are you feeling about all this? Like, how do you feel about the future of where we are right now in Arizona as artists or as you personally as an artist? Like, what, what, what do you see on the horizon? Like, do, do you feel hopeful, because I know we've already squashed that doubt shit, but yeah. as far as, like, um, I don't know, your, your, your outlook on... Yeah, your outlook on the community, I guess, the scene, if you were to call it without being corny. Like, how do you feel? Like, what right. are your thoughts on that? Because we're at, like, a good intersection to kind of air this shit out. I basically
0: feel like... There's going to have to be a moment where someone turns this shit from a fucking circle jerk to something that's legitimate. And I feel like if I have to be the nigga to do it, I'll do it. Because, like, I've been... Y'all already know, I've been rapping since 2013, bro. Yeah. Since 20, like since, like, freshman year of high school. And, like, consistently on a consistent basis, the Arizona scene has come off, like, the biggest circle jerk. Mm-hmm. And it's the craziest shit because it's like when I was a kid and when my eyes were more on me, when I was wearing the pink shades, mm-hmm. if you will, I was more so like, you know, happy about not that specific because I didn't know that that was really like a thing necessarily, but I was more so happy, like, oh my God, art supporting each other. Yo, yeah. Big. You know what I mean? And like, to one extent or another, there's still that part of me that's like, yo, we gonna get this shit for real. But in order for us to do that, niggas have to start moving different than how niggas was moving 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020. and Which is circle driven. I guess, yeah. And I feel like <laughs> I, I an example because it's like, yo, like niggas don't drop music. You niggas' support for the majority is not genuine because y'all look at it as like on some industry
1: shit, and yeah. we're not even. Which is stupid. Shit, but I ridiculous. I know firsthand how that shit goes, and and it's even. I ask you this, but I it's you know, full disclosure, you know, I because you've been doing this shit way longer than I have. My my exposure to Arizona's you know rap climate or just artistry in general. Really didn't start to like shit. Probably like 2017, so way way late. Because that's when I joined UBC and that's when I started to put my ear to the fucking ground and feel out what was out here. And even you, I only know you because of John. But that shit worked out beautifully because of that. John, he was at my
0: parents' crib like maybe like two three years ago and shit. We kicked
1: it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) but. But from my end, bro, because you, you mentioned it's a lot of circle jerking and the biggest thing for me is and this isn't even you know exclusive to our little circles and shit, but like the celebration of mediocrity makes me want to gag. It's yeah. it's gross. It's wrong, bro. Like, shit, shit gets hyped, bro. <laughs> All right. You see this God, like... Mario Judas shit. Yeah. Can we talk <laughs> about that? Can we please talk about that? <laughs> That shit is insane because, like,
0: man, because I just remember seeing, like, all right, this dude, this dude thinks he's Scott Stab. <laughs> like, seeing his whole shit kind of matriculate to, oh, this guy's like kind of a legitimate artist. I, I respect it. I will never bump this like day in my goddamn life, but yeah. I fuss with it. Yeah.
1: And then, like, let, let me this, make this clear real quick to, to the four people that'll listen in case this gets into the wrong ears. This isn't this isn't <laughs> this isn't our opportunity to talk shit. I talk a lot of shit. I got a lot of bitter feelings toward the shit we're talking about right now, but this isn't to hate, it's rather to have an honest discussion about how to better things because people don't like to open their eyes to the shit that's in front of them and the biggest thing that i see that people refuse to speak on is that shit is mediocre lately motherfuckers are behind their computers not living life and i and i mean to say that like they're on discord all day they're watching anime and shit all fucking day. They're not out there having to pay bills. They're not out here having not to frolicking. like. We said what? This is not frolicking. They're not playing outside. Yeah, they're not. They're not. Okay. Frol- <laughs> they're not frolicking, bro. They're not getting dirty. Like I know it's like ten or eleven, but like it's real frolicking hours at all times. For real, bro. Like, like I don't know, man. And I know it's it again. It's a symptom of this COVID shit. We all gotta be inside and whatnot, but. Yeah. Yeah, you know, everyone is on Twitter. Everyone's online getting spoon-fed this shit that is, like, flashes in the pan. You feel yeah. me? It, I it, feel it, like... Like, it, it, this is something that I feel like is definitely worth exploring, but there's a bubble, you know? And that's that's for fact. There's a bubble, not just in it, where we reside, with the people we know, but there's a bubble worldwide with the shit that's popping off right now. And I'm waiting for that shit to burst. <laughs>
0: I feel you on that. Like, you know, the truth is is that the root of all this is that like people obscure from themselves what they genuinely like. So it's like if you peep if you peep it, a lot of artists come up off some meme shit. And it's like and that's a symptom
1: of that internet shit, which again is it adds to the bubble, makes me want to throw up. Because
0: people have been roasted out of like enjoying things genuinely. Like I remember like when I was like a senior in high school, everyone was saying like, yo, I unironically enjoy this. I'm like, nigga, it's just you don't gotta say this fucking this sexual word and shit, just to say you enjoy something, bro. Like it's I enjoy this nigga, like oh, you fucking wrote, but mm-hmm. I feel like that line of thinking has kind of um matriculated into the music to where it's like, I'll, every day I'm hearing like, yo, these artists make this genre, they don't even like it, uh, these artists are doing this and they feel um, pigeonholed because they didn't even attempt to make this and then this is like what they were getting. You know what I'm talking about? yeah mm-hmm. no. Like, By all means, I'm with the trolling. like, nigga, me, I'm fucking top one expert troll, always been since fucking middle school, but at the end of the day, when shit is serious, shit is serious, you know what I mean, and it's like, how do I put this, like, I remember there was like a little era where like being good at rapping was just not cool, Yeah. like, and that shit was insane, like... Nigga, like everybody had to like dumb everything down, like yeah. really it
1: be- shit, and it became mediocre and it got way yeah. hyped the fuck up. But no one but everyone was too scared to say that what was popping was mediocre. And I guess that has to do go hand in hand with people unironically liking shit. Like if you like dumb shit, that's cool. Like that's completely okay. It may not be my thing, but we cannot pretend that this is like you know something that's gonna have longevity and legacy and impact. I mean shit, it might have impact. That's good. Like that's the point of all artists. If you can impact a person to do some shit. But we can't yeah. just we can't be impacting people to be clones of mediocre and water that shit down. This goes back to something that even even before all this shit, um my biggest thing because because like I'm gonna just say it now like you like, I love rap music, bro. Like, you've been known this. Like, that shit keeps me going. That's the whole reason I'm here right now. And the biggest sin to me that I've always seen on interviews and on social media and for as long as I can remember, since I was like a fucking teenager, little kid, 12 years old, is it got really popular at some point for rappers to say, I'm not a rapper. I mean, that shit was and that people are still doing that. People are still going, mm-hmm. I don't make rap music. I'm a musician. I don't make this. I don't make that. I'm an artist, bro. I'm, a, I'm yeah, like, I can't no. You shit. can't. Because all that is is just distancing yourself from the mediocre, bro. And on top of that, I mean, there's so many, there's so many reasons why saying that shit is fucking problematic. That shit... I'm gonna keep
0: it a stack, and I don't care who turns this shit off after I say it, but it's mainly you it. just to appeal to more white people because no, you know what I'm saying, like facts. rap cannot even take it serious as a genre and it's been like yeah. pushing fifty years since its inception. So it's like, yo, because you know, the white folks might look at me a type of way because I'm a rapper and coach, yeah, yeah. I'm about to just say I'm a musician. And it's like, nigga, the only thing different that you do outside of rapping.
1: It's yeah. quote
0: unquote harmonized.
1: That's just, just trying to get in the big house, yeah. you know? It's fucking stupid.
0: Yeah. Like that's like how motherfuckers act and move and like that's why I make the music I make so that it's like you don't get it, nobody gets it confused mm-hmm. where my intent lies and you know, the type of person that I am are like because even when I was a producer and shit, I would never be like, yo, nigga, I'm not I'm not just a nigga who makes beats, you know what I'm saying? I don't really <laughs> great sounds like a can you imagine sounds. a ridiculous sound like the only thing i can think of who really was on that type of time was fucking p diddy so yeah you know me
1: if i'm being honest i think if i could scratch everything i just said i think we should go to like a vibes based type of thing i'm not a <laughs> i'm a real vibes type of guy i think that's what you should rebrand yourself as i don't <laughs> 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 I don't just, I don't just make beats, bro. I make vibes. I don't rap. I vibe. I vibe on. I've definitely seen that a few times. Um, I mean, as a
0: producer, when you rap, that's basically what you're doing. <laughs> just, just vibing on a beat, like, like, especially with my early shit, bro. I was not trying to rap for real, like, because again, I was caught up. I myself was caught up in that era. Like, damn, rapping ain't cool no more. So I just gotta like. I'm fucking that bitch at the mall. Hey, these niggas at the the Hey, you know, I was calling that shit. And that shit's fun. Early. Like you like can't lie, it's fun, but. Yeah, it just wasn't me. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? And like so my early shit, I will just hop on a beat and just say whatever shit. Not like knowing I could like, you know, be on some hippity hip hop shit, but I knew like people I hung around at the time, I would've looked fucking crazy. I already looked fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, me. But then, like, it took, I guess, like, a time of self-development for me where I was like, man, who gives a shit? (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, I would rather look crazy in a moment Mm -hmm. than, like, die like a little bitch and be like, damn, I wish I would have looked crazy as opposed to, you know, just trying to blend in. Mm -hmm. That's just, like, I think that's mainly where the point of contention is. It's like, do you want to be yourself and have people question it? or do you want to just blend in? Like nigga, every nigga you could consider one of our GOAT in like you know, modern, in modern the modern rap landscape mm-hmm. look fucking crazy at one point. Who are yours? Um well okay, my favorite rapper ever is Prodigy. Um I was more so thinking of like people that are like potential GOAT status, but yeah, Prodigy's my favorite fucking rapper. Nigga, people hated on him because like they could, you know what I mean. And like anybody who hated on prodigies because they didn't meet that nigga, like <laughs> that boy would run up on you. <laughs> uh, Black cray, one of my favorite rappers, niggas still be saying oh, weird I that. that man. So like that shit already, that's oh, already awesome, the way So I, I dropped a line. Uh, Sorry,
1: keep going.
0: Gucci man, my third favorite rapper. You already know, like people have to get it or don't. Like you know what I mean? Like I got his book type shit. And that man is highly intelligent. But people hear a southern nigga from Alabama with a nasal and start calling him retarded. So, like, <laughs> that should tell you that you shouldn't even worry about what the fuck niggas is thinking because niggas is
1: dummies. You know what I mean? That's uh, sad. <laughs> drinking water right now. Pardon the dead air listeners. All for four of you. <laughs> So I sip a lot of water, you know what I'm saying?
0: Like, if that's one thing I want to take from this. Drink water. water? Yeah, drink water. Yeah. you live in a desert, drink water. Yeah, like, it's hot.
1: I you, got ever meet, you ever meet someone that doesn't fuck with water? And you're like... Uh, it, and it offends you to some level?
0: Yeah, a few people. I can't... The thing is, like, they're so insignificant to everything <laughs> that's going on that I can't remember their names. But I've definitely I think encountered a fair share of people. Yeah, like at least like once every three years I meet somebody who's like, I don't drink water. I hate the taste. And I'm just like, I'll reach over and slap you. Not liking certain
1: water, I can get to a degree, but not liking water as a whole. Water as a genre, go crazy.
0: Yeah, like, nigga. Nigga's talking like, like, I understand if you don't like Arrowhead or some shit.
1: Arrowhead's nasty as fuck. I'm glad you said that.
0: Yeah, because we gotta get that out the way. Arrowhead is trash. It's fucking but nasty. <laughs> Do
1: you fuck with Dasani? Like, I've been seeing a lot of Dasani tweets pop up. Yeah. And I, and I know that's that's like a really like touchy subject. Yeah. I don't mind yeah. Dasani. I get why people say it's nasty, but I don't mind it. Uh I said on one of my tapes that I needed Dasani sponsorship.
0: I think it was on Iguala We Trust. I straight up said that at the beginning of the song. like, Cause I was, again, every every song I drink a little bit of water before I record. Cause I do this rap shit that should be taking up a lot of my breath. You know what I mean? I need water. <laughs> so that being said, yeah, I fucks with Dasani. I remember in like 11th grade. Yeah, I want to say 11th grade. My homie Andrew, shout out Andrew. He made like a starter pack of me and he had the Dasani water bottle in the corner. And then he saw that shit was hilarious motherfuckers. I miss starter packs, bro. Them niggas... These niggas is making fun of me for drinking water. So, that being said, <laughs> when I say pH balance, I
1: mean that shit. Remember the Fiji fucking era of underground route?
0: Yeah, nigga. I remember taking a video back in, like, 2015 of me just dumping a bunch of Fiji water in the toilet.
1: You ever drink Voss water?
0: Uh, Voss is fucking overrated. Like... No, let me tell you me feel like a whole over-under about the different types of water because...
1: I'll do this with you right now. Don't play with me. We can can get into
0: this. Because my thing is, like, niggas be buying the water based on, like, the fucking... what the bottle looks like, and I get it. I'm guilty of this, too. But, like, you would have to, like, catch me on some other shit if you're going to see me always carrying one specific type of water bottle. (laughs) water is water nigga i need to breathe no i'm a sea creature yeah. I, le- I
1: learned the very hard way that voss water the, that that fucking that price tag they're taxing you for the bottle because i put regular ass fucking water in a voss bottle and i let it just like get chilled in the fridge for a minute it tastes exactly the fucking same like it's the cold glass bottle <laughs> that makes that shit nice like the, yeah. the water itself trash Absolute fucking trash. But you're paying four dollars for the nice glass, or is it? You know, it might be thick fucking plastic. I could be wrong. The bottle's nice. The bottle's nice, but the water's fucking nasty. You know they go into like the factory tab and like putting
0: and and put like putting it in the couch and shit or whatever. Because keep it like. To keep it a stack with you, like the half the price tag is, in it. There's nothing to do with the water. It's the fact that the manufacturer, manufacturing, yeah, the the looking, you know, what I'm saying bottle and shit, and then it's like drink the shit. It's like you drinking like stupid juice,
1: you know uh, what I mean? You know what's and fucked too that I, that I, I that I realized <laughs> not too long ago is that um, uh, like. <laughs> Cause I always got confused. Like, you ever been in like a Frys or a Safeway or like a um, shit? I don't know if Walmart has it. I was in Safeway today, so. Yeah. Okay, but if you've ever seen like the like the generic store brand for whatever grocery store you go into. Yeah. Uh, so they got you got like your cinnamon toast crunch, and then you got your fucking I don't. You said you're at Safeway. What the? F- it's like signature cafe or signature select. Yeah, the select, select signature. There? Shout out to them. Yeah. <laughs> They got their signature select fucking, you know, cinnamon cut squares, whatever the fuck they want to call that. Shit. Bro, the generic shit, bro. I didn't know that. This goes with fucking designer, designer clothes too. So when it comes to um like order fulfillment or whatever, I'm not a fucking business major, I don't know the terms, but somewhere in the factory, um, all these orders get placed and all the manufacturing shit goes down. So you're in a Cinnamon Toast Crunch factory, you know, packaging that shit up. And I guess a lot of the times, um, like, the runoff material just gets packaged into generic brand boxes for whoever, like, the boxes get sent out to. So a lot what? of the times, the fucking, like, knockoff cereal is the same fucking cereal, but it's cheaper because it's not the fucking name brand. But it came from the same fucking place. And that same shit happens... What? too close too because i remember i think i was in 151 in the mall and the dude was trying to sell me on this shoulder bag because this is back when like that shit was peak trip you get a shoulder sling you throw that shit on and no one can tell tell you nothing you know so i was in there you know looking around ready to do some damage because this is going to be the first high fashion purchase i ever made was on a bag And so this dude was telling me, like, yeah, these bags are manufactured in the same place, like, Louis Vuitton gets their shit made. And I'm like, why the fuck do I care about that? But I yeah, guess... The- oh, but I guess me. but I guess that's a big-ass deal, because a lot of the material that does not get, like, used up in those factories just gets repurposed or sent out, like, without even fucking changing anything. It's the same fucking thing. It's just no label, you yeah, know? I, know
0: and shit. I think, like, that's mainly, like... That's probably where um, I'm gonna put this. That's probably like like a project like design thinking of like, okay, if we have like a limited amount of this logo, or a limited amount of this branding, and see if it's gonna feel more special and shit, we mark that shit up, whatever the fuck you got extra that doesn't fit that quota, just like, just send that shit out, we're not gonna waste material. Yeah. Which is insane. Just thinking about that shit,
1: and then and then and for the for the limited runner shit, they have full liberty to tax that shit way the fuck up, knowing damn well that those same raw materials are are being sold as like trash. When it's like when it's, not, it's like not, nah, it's trash across the board. You just you know, we're not saying we're not saying new shit, but if you if you're listening to this and you you took some away from this, just know you're paying for bullshit, and we're all slaves to it because. I did buy a bag that day, knowing damn well <laughs> it was made in a fucking high fashion factory. <laughs> yeah. Like as long as, to me, my
0: thing is like as long as it's functional, I'm a Gucci. And as long as it don't got like a crazy knockoff logo, like as long as it's like a polo that don't look like the motherfuckers is
1: fighting on there, we Gucci. Like, like, I just miss bootleg shit, man. I do too, actually. I'm not even like not bootleg designer shit, but like I remember there was a place I would always go to that my mom would take me called Sally's Deals. And they had, like, the Pillsbury Doughboy with grills and hella hell of money. Yes, yeah, I haven't heard that name fucking forever. The Pillsbury Doughboy or Sally's Deals? Sally's Deals. You, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Have you ever been to that place? A very long time. Wow. Do, you, do you have any sort of vivid recollection about what the inside of Sally's Deal looked like? Man, not really. Not, like, okay, okay. I think like it
0: reminded it reminded me of Merlin's, I think, but that was like that was so fucking fuzzy. I just remember seeing like remember when like Jeezy had the snowman shirts and shit.
1: Nah, <laughs> that doesn't ring a well at all. I have to look that
0: up. Uh, the Jeezy snowman shirts, those shits were banned from schools, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Nigga, like I'm looking. Yo, slow. this nigga had a movement behind him. <laughs>
1: Uh, but yeah, like That's the first thing that came up, Jeezy Snowman shirt. Yeah, those you can were buy like, one on Etsy for twenty bucks, fifteen bucks. Yeah, you could buy one these days. It's like oh, one of these vintage Jeezy Snowman shirts is for five hundred and seventy dollars. It says Chopper Die Young Jeezy, I got that snow dot 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 man. This is kind of hard. I wish I had five seventy to drop on this just to say I did it.
0: Oh, the thing about Jeezy is that Jeezy had like a whole. Mixtape movement back like 04, 05 days. Because he had like Streets of Washington and then like Trapper Die. And like those shirts was big. I'm not just talking like, I'm not just talking like in Atlanta either. Like they they were like, they were as big as like them solo shirts out here, bro. Like, you know what mean? Which ones? And it's like. Again, those shirts was banned from schools. Like the fact that like you could wear a shirt where it basically said, like, I sell coke. Like,
1: I sell coke.
0: Can't wear that shit in the public facility and shit without somebody questioning you on it. Like, shout out to young Jeezy, bro. For
1: real. <laughs> I forget what I was watching. I was watching some documentary on like fashion and rap and shit like that. Yeah. So apparently there was like a oh, another fucking bubble back in the early aughts where every fucking rapper had clothes. And I guess Eminem had a clothing line. And it had like the fucking, um, like, because cause Eminem had that shit where he wore like a Jason mask and the overalls. So that was like a yeah. big thing that was on the clothes. And I didn't even know that. Like, I... What was it I have no idea, but yeah, he had like a whole line of merch. Because here's the thing: like, obviously, merch is a big ass thing, but for whatever reason, they made it a point to talk about it in the documentary to where it, like they they were passing merch off as like fashion designs. So every, yeah. so like all these rappers were like cosplaying as designers in the same vein. Fuck! I wish I remembered who the fuck this documentary was about. I want to say. I can't th- I can't think of a name There, there's you might you might fucking know but like it, uh, the rapper that like really popped off with making clothes. Uh, I'm, Maybe it was Dame Dash. I could be wrong. I want to say I want to say it was something about Fubu, maybe but I also could be wrong. It also could have been Adidas. <laughs> so this is such a long ass time ago.
0: I think that was just a time where, like, everybody wanted to be fucking Pharrell. Like, billionaire Boys Club shit. For real. So, like, so it was, like, a thing of, like, yo, okay, this is going to be part of my brand now because it's, like, we can't just be, like, shooting niggas at this point. Right? Uh-huh. We have to be fucking, um, we have to be living like Larry and this bitch. Because, yeah, I remember, like, that was, like, a little error and shit, like, that was when like baby fat was popular and shit like that.
1: You remember course, the shit they were wearing in the 90s? It was like really colorful. There was like a specific name to that, that Like one. iceberg and shit. Nah, it was something else. It was um, I want to yeah. say like salt and pepper wore that shit. And I think Queen Latifah too. It was like a very popular brand for rappers to wear in the 90s. Like early 90s and shit. something colors. I don't remember. But it was like uh it was like some reggae looking shit. Yeah.
0: First thing that comes to mind. You ain't talking about like Carl Kennai, right? What is it? You might be talking about Carl Kanai. K-A-R-L
1: K-A-N-I. Oh shit, I already <laughs> You're gonna have to repeat that one more time for me. Because it's it's it's
0: the nigga's name. Uh like Carl, but spelled with a K. And the last name is Kenai, like K-A-N-O.
1: Oh, oh, okay. For some reason. Okay. Nah, this isn't it, but it, it looked just like this. It had a different name. It was something, it was something similar to this. Same spirit. Man, I oh, took oh. I took a I took this conversation down the wrong fucking turn because I have all these questions. I'm left with more questions more, ooh, uh, <laughs> rather than answers. <laughs> Dude,
0: that 90s fashion shit was different, bro. Like my take on that is like, I don't know if you ever seen this Tupac clip of him talking to like the Black Panthers and shit. Back in like 92 and he's like saying like we can wear all the clothes for that shit as we want, but we still might get fucked.
1: It's one of my favorite like videos in the fucking world because it's facts. <laughs> oh, I don't know why this reminded me of that. But you just got a tattoo. Tell me about that.
0: Oh shit, yeah. That's just crazy. A- the preface is I'm Muslim.
1: Yeah, because um, I remember you was at my house recording and you made it a point to say you did not have tattoos. So when you got your tattoo, I'm like, damn, he really did it.
0: Yeah, like, because what it was is Muslim faith getting a tattoo is like, or at least was Haram wrong for the mm. time being. Because it was like a matter of like, when you die, they have to scrape it out of your body. Yeah. So you leave the earth the way you came in.
1: Yeah, I think June's got the same thing too.
0: Yeah, like and it's it's something that's like it's debated now at this point. Like but um when I moved out with my parents' girl, I was like, man, fuck that, I'm gonna just start my own identity out this bitch. You know what I mean? So it's not be like a replica of my dad and shit. I mean you already know I got the locks. I'm the only person in my family with that. Oh and for real? I actually didn't know that. Family. Yeah, like no, nah, I'm like very much way different from the rest of my family type shit.
1: Like to, to have, have locks ever or to have it like, you know. I
0: think I think I had like one uncle with locks. Rest in peace, Uncle Mo. He had locks, but I've never seen photos of him with them. Mm-hmm. And he died before I was able to even like have recollection of him. So I think how do you think I met him type shit?
1: So aside from your uncle, to your knowledge, all the men in your family just had short hair.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like okay. that's Senegal culture type shit. That being said, like my first plan to get like a tattoo was to get a stomach tat of my name in Arabic.
1: That shit's tough. That I'm gonna tell like, you right girl, now, it's tough. I'm still planning on doing it. Yeah. So you going have, have to tell me it. how that goes. I had to be very
0: fucking sedated to get through that shit.
1: No, nah, it's it's a hard one. Cause when I got my bro, this is some shit I can now speak on because I've been getting so many tattoos for a minute now. You've seen me, you know how it goes. Bro, I got I got my side tattooed for about that session was like four hours. And I I feel I feel like I got a pretty high pain tolerance. So that four hours, it was tough. It was, you know, it stung a little bit, but I but I was in the chair for four hours. So like it wasn't terrible, you know. When I got my stomach tattooed, because I have like two words across my stomach. Yeah. I was only I was only laying down for like two hours max. And that two hours was so much worse than the four hours for my rib cage. Like, if yeah. it means anything, bro, That because you felt that two hours. That four hours was kind of like, you know, it had its peaks and valleys and shit for when you felt it versus when you kind of just, you know, you blacked out a little bit and just, you know, it got numb. You didn't really feel it. You feel every part of that fucking needle on your stomach, especially when yeah. our size. Yeah. Stomach, because stomach is it's so sensitive, bro. Like, it's tough. It's tough. I feel like if you're bigger, I feel like if you were, like, a fatter dude it's not that bad but, you. but neither you nor me are fat dudes
0: so. sadly sadly i can't be the next big punisher so it's like a matter of um i'm just gonna have to tough that out when it does happen <laughs> what, are
1: you, what, what are you gonna get and then you gotta tell me about what you actually got
0: so like again, yeah, I was gonna get paid my name in Arabic right here because people that don't know, Malik means king.
1: Mm-hmm. I didn't that's
0: know like, that. That's the name meaning and shit. So that's why I sort of me the way that they treat me and shit. <laughs> but um, yeah, like that was gonna be like the move at first, but then like I reset my phone, so I didn't have the picture of it, like of the of the name in the Arabic characters and shit. Uh-huh. And then like. My boy from high school, my boy Taylor, shout out Taylor. He hit me up like maybe two weeks ago. It was like, hey bro, we ain't kicked in forever. I'm like, facts, bro, we gotta kick. He was like, yo, me and, my, um, me and my homie about to get tatted. You wanna come with? I'm like, shit, bad, my man. And like, literally the first picture I had was what I got tattooed. And for y'all that don't know what that tattoo is, basically my boy, Creamy, who um did like the photo shoot for my second album and shit. Mm-hmm. Him, Mario. He drew that, that mm-hmm. drawing like about a year ago and shit. And like, I was like, yo, this shit's cold. I've never had like a drawing like that ever, mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, I right, how can I put this everywhere? Cause like I want this shit to be my official logo at on one point or another in life. Or you else know, if I even look like that in 10 years. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna put this on my tape. So last year, I put it on I'm the only guy consuming now tape. It's like a sticker on there. And like, I plan on doing like physicals and having that active view sticker on shit. And then like, I got this shit tatted on me because it was like one of the first photos of my phone. So I was like, babe, let's go. You
1: know what I'm saying? <laughs> got that's this I'm That's some steel shit right there. Uh, like right. I mean, it's it's dope because it's you know it's conceptual. You know, it wasn't you. You didn't just straight pull up a picture of you and went, "I want this." But the fact that you got a tattoo of you that someone else made that you thought was dope—that's kind of yeah. I was like, right. right.
0: because my personal thing is like, how that's I some level
1: shit right there.
0: Exactly. Like, how many rappers got themselves tatted? Think about this shit.
1: But, but not, but, but not just it. of themselves, neither. It was uh, someone's, like, artistic expression of w- what they thought you looked like. That's crazy. Exactly. Like, there's, there's, like, I can't think of any, like, the rapper types
0: I know are all, like, teardrops. <laughs> it's Uh I think Wayne has, like, Wayne has, like, a whole Jay-Z verse on his leg, but, like, that's, like, the only interesting one I could think of. Or they have, like, you know, like, Shit that I broadcast to people, like I murder people. And like that's the last thing I wanted to get tattooed on me. So yeah. You know what I mean, I'm not a self- when
1: person. in doubt, you can always get the clouds. That's a big one. Yeah. One day, maybe <laughs> but for today, nah. Folks run, folks run out of ideas for their sleeve and they go, fuck it, just put clouds everywhere. Clouds on the chest, clouds on my arms. If it's not clouds, it's the... Uh, I'm trying to think. It's roses. I'm sick of seeing rose yeah. tattoos. That's not exclusive to rappers, but that's just people that are getting tattoos in general. Or dream chasers. tattoo. Dream, dream chasers or dream catchers?
0: Not dream I'm thinking of fucking meat mill. <laughs> <gonna> Goddamn. <laughs> Shout out to meat mill. Who's
1: got but dream I'm chasers like, tattoos? I want to meet them.
0: Yeah, anybody who got a fucking... Who got like meat shit tatted on them? Like... I wish them a, th- a, a very pleasant day and to not talk to me ever. Please. <laughs> I'm not trying to die, bro. Them Philly niggas don't play. I'm good. I'm good on that.
1: People that got Meek Mill tattoos, I feel like hold crayons with their whole fist. They hold pens with their whole fist. <laughs> I
0: was talking to a girl who used to do that shit. <laughs> she would draw like, she would draw like she was punching the paper. She was good at it too. That was a wild part. Like, it's one thing to do that, but then she was also good at it. <laughs> and I was like, damn, you been drunk, like, you know, like, the damn bitch you live like this? Yeah. my head, I'm like,
1: damn, shawty. You been drawing like this for how long? Yo, I talk shit, but I can't lie. I eat like that. I hold spoons like that. <laughs> I hold spoons <laughs> in my whole fist. <laughs> you better fight the fucking, you better fight the off, dog. <laughs> Yeah, bro, I be eating cereal with my whole hand gripping the spoon.
0: <laughs>
1: I can't even imagine that, bro. I get, I get clowned on it so much for it, but, like, it's comfortable. It's a comfortable... Because you, all you got to do is lift shit. You got to aim and, like, stab, or you aim and you lift it it's cereal. <laughs> you know. Because <laughs> if it's a fork, you aim it for the... You stab it, you know? Or you like, The only time I fancily hold my fork is if I got to cut something. But if it's just, like, already in pieces, if it's, man, <laughs> I'm not going to defend my foreclad to you.
0: <laughs> this, I'm just saying, this is a barbarian-ass <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> and like, I'm not the most sophisticated nigga either. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, because I've tried to do that shit. I've tried. I just can't. Like, you're talking, like, holding it like this like Holding it like this, like
1: uh, uh, other way, other way, so it's like it's, okay, a, okay. So, so if, it was, like, if it was like a spoon, um, palm down, but the concave part of the spoon up,
0: what you talking about? Oh, you're talking about like the back end of this, shit. like, 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 like fork, like, spoon down, of course, because you mean, but like, what the fucking, you, I know what you mean, like, yeah, yeah like, you know what I mean. Yeah, cause like, Jordan, I'm referring to like she would draw like this, like,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> like on some sick shit, bro. Like, nigga, like out of all the things, and she was the, good all, at all it. The red flags, that was the one that like I was privy to.
1: But but and you said she was good at it though. She was good at it, dog. Like, That's see. Fascinating.
0: I'll never be the nigga to catch her though. trash. Nah, she was fired with it.
1: It was just insane to see that. Like, I feel like that's it, a. I feel like that's a common thing. I feel like smart people got some real stupid ways of doing shit. Facts. If you're a they, really good I, artist, I, I like. I feel like you're because you hold a pencil in such an <laughs> offensive way. Yeah. You kind of have to make good art.
0: I, mean, I think it's even, like, it's, like, the whole, like, thing about, like, Bob Dylan and shit, like, I remember this old-ass teacher teaching us how to play guitar back in, like, middle school, and he was telling me about, like, how, um, when Bob Dylan first came out, the whole thing was, like, this nigga can't sing for shit, uh-huh. but it's, like, that's Bob fucking Dylan, bro, like, yeah. you know what I mean, like, or, yeah. like, even, like, like, the greatest skaters in the world fucking, they're, they don't... Um, they drive goofy, bro. Like, yeah. just how they move and shit, and you can't necessarily like, you can't even fault them for it because that's just part of the process. Yeah, maybe and, and this like,
1: whole like first forty-five minutes of the podcast, we were wrong because all the all the all the goofy shit we mentioned and the way people move—that's just their way of holding a spoon with their fist. No, we weren't wrong. Cause <laughs> no, yeah, we, no, we right. weren't. Yeah, we weren't fucking wrong. We were Some of you are wrong. fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. That's just attention. Do fucking better. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. All right, bro. We're at an hour, and typically I'd go longer, but it's about to be midnight, and someone's car alarm just went off, so I think that's guy telling me we should wrap. But I'm off yeah. tomorrow. We can do part twos. We can do part threes. I'm going to yeah. put some of this shit behind a paywall. I'm going to fucking end this recording before this alarm gets going. Uh shit i can
0: hear from here i'm thinking it's outside like
1: yeah i'm shit yeah well I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop recording right now well, you can plug your shit on the next time i get you to record yeah but we'll sauce this shit up oh wait i should just stop now go ahead get your plugs in right now before i stop recording hey, 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 it's your boy maliki motherfucking fleezy my at on
0: twitter is at Malikinfly. fly my at on instagram if you're into that is Malik X McFly, you know what I'm saying? The X for something I'm not gonna get into it. You can find me on Facebook at Malik McFly, that's for like the uncensored shit. You feel what I'm saying? Um, My SoundCloud is Malik McFly. Y'all, you know what the fuck to do. Y'all can type. I know y'all niggas don't got stubs to hands. So that being said, greatest rapper out of Arizona, greatest producer out of Arizona, Arizona rap goat. you know what the fuck it is. Greatest shit talker in this motherfucking state and possibly out of this state, but I'll learn that later.
1: Yeah. Yo. What well, he said this is a smart motherfucker right here. Go support him. Grrr. Bitch. That's it.